0: You're listening to TV Confidential. Ed Robertson, author guest, Mark Shaw. Mark Shaw, investigative reporter, former criminal defense attorney, and former legal analyst for CNN, ESPN, and USA Today. Mark's latest book, Collateral Damage, not only probes the lives and deaths of three of the most powerful personalities of the early 1960s, Marilyn Monroe, John F. Kennedy, and Dorothy Kill Gallon, but makes the case that all three lives were ultimately cut short due to the ambitions of Kennedy patriarch Joseph Kennedy and the war against the mob waged by Robert Kennedy in the early 1960s. The publisher of Collateral Damage is Post Hill Press. You can find Collateral Damage wherever books are sold as well as Amazon.com. For more on Mark Shaw, mark Shaw books. Calm, I have three takeaways from your book. (laughs) Okay. Takeaway number one, and we kind of touched on this before we started recording. It is hard enough to write one narrative. It is hard enough to tell the life story of one person. You tell, in Collateral Damage, you tell four stories. Dorothy Kilgallen's story, Marilyn Monroe's story, the tragic story of... The Kennedy family, Mm -hmm. and the fourth story is your collateral damage argument. It's hard enough to do one; you do four. Writer to writer, I commend you for that.
1: Well, thank you. And it was surprised to me (laughs) that it all came together. I remember sending the first draft or the draft of the manuscript to uh, the publisher to their editor there, and I figured he would come back and say, Mark, come on, here. this needs to be moved there and whatever and all this stuff or or whatever and all this work, but he actually came back and said it made sense, and I remember yelling. My wife was along and and, and yelling. Uh, What I do is I I alternate the stories. I start out with Marilyn, because normally, see what you would do, you would investigate Marilyn's death first, then in 62, then JFK in 63, then Dorothy in 65. Well, I didn't do that, obviously. I investigated JFKs first, then Dorothy, then Marilyn. But in the book, I kind of put it in chronological order. And, and people say my books are easy to read, and I appreciate that. I kind of lay out the evidence like a prosecutor. But uh, I just had to keep trying to see uh, the similarities and then provide people with, uh, with what my journey was like so they could take the same uh, journey in the book. And, and I believe that's what's happened.
0: Takeaway number two, if nothing else, Mark... If nothing else, you remind us of the importance of primary sources not only when writing history, as you do, but when reading history, as all of us do. And uh, uh, this is particularly important given that the deaths of JFK, Dorothy Kilgallen, and Marilyn Monroe are all steeped in myths, misinformation and hearsay. And you do your best to strip away all the bad information and leave the readers with the best information you can which to the extent you can is based on primary sources
1: yeah and i think you know i know you're the same way you're you're a man of the truth and so what you want to try to do and i encourage researchers to do this is you know don't speculate and and uh, don't use wikipedia uh, and, you know don't use internet sources go to the primary sources with this particular book i i never looked at anything that was written more than two years after Marilyn died with dorothy kilgallen same way with jfk same way and with accounts with people i interviewed or whatever i want people who were there uh... eyewitness uh, accounts of of, you know i've interviewed people in in uh, new orleans who, who knew carlos marcello i've interviewed people uh... in new york who knew dorothy kilgallen So, you know, I try to give the reader, I try to give them a visualization of what was happening back then through these primary sources, and I will tell you, um, at the end of of collateral damage, I try to humanize all three of these subjects, uh, Marilyn, uh, JFK, and Dorothy Kilgallen, both with regard to what they lost when they died at early ages, you know. Uh, Ed, they died within 40 months of each other. Yeah, I had not.
0: I had not realized that. I hadn't yeah. thought of that. That was pretty remarkable.
1: Yeah, Marilyn 36, uh, JFK 46, and Dorothy 52. And so I point out, you know, the human side of them and and what they were like and what we lost when when they died, and also what they lost, you know, and everything. So I think I think that's what I try to do. And. Uh, and, and the feedback with regard to this book has been terrific, and people uh, believing that I've given them a balanced uh, portrayal of each of the three subjects.
0: Yeah, in your in your discussion of of Marilyn Monroe, you not only go through the various books and articles written about her, but uh, you you circle the ones that uh, you find to be most credible, and you recommend that readers read those books if they're not aware of them. One is the book that was published in 1964, The Strange Death of Marilyn Monroe. The second is a book that I was not aware of, but it was a book it was Marilyn Monroe's own memoirs that were that were that were published posthumously in nineteen seventy four
1: yeah, and that one was a puzzle because uh, I, the date of it and everything was obviously uh, beyond when she died, and there was also speculation that she didn't write the book at all that this uh, screenwriter wrote it and all of that so I really uh, doubled down on that by trying to find uh, people who knew about Marilyn writing that book and the other the other question that was interesting there it is that people would look at the language in that book and say that that doesn't sound like Marilyn she's this dumb blonde how could she write all this well Marilyn was anything but a dumb blonde and I actually in in collateral damage uh, suggest a book called Fragments uh, which uh, was was put together a collection of her writings on the backs of uh, hotel stationery and poems that she wrote and all of that kind for God's sake she. She read Ulysses. And I yes. tried to read Ulysses. Yes. I couldn't do that. So, you know, I tried to um, show that the that language she used in that book called My Story uh, was, uh, you know, if you look at it and compare it together, that sounds like Marilyn.
0: The third takeaway I have from Collateral Damage, Mark, is if Carl Kolchak – Carl Kolchak was the character that Darren McGavin played on The Night Stalker crusading, crusading journalist, um, a TV character who inspired a lot of real life journalists to take up journalism. If Carl Kolchak were a real person, he would be Mark Shaw. Oh boy. Um, and I say that because you are both relentless in your efforts to bring the truth to the light of day and excoriate those who try to cover it up.
1: Well, that's the ultimate compliment, Ed. I bless you. And I, I appreciate it so much. You know, uh, we both work hard at what we do. Uh, you, you have a program that's lived a long time, and it's doing very, very well, as you told me. That's, a, that's an earmark of the kind of man you are, that the respect that other people have for you and all of that. And so for someone like you to make that comment, it really means a great deal to me. Thank you.
0: In your epilogue to collateral damage, you liken the process of putting this book together to assembling a box of unassembled jigsaw puzzles and that resonated with me because i've worked on a number of books where it's the same thing you've got the puzzles are the pieces are there most of the pieces are there but you know putting it together in a way that it all fits and you're not forcing one piece mm-hmm. to fit that's mm-hmm. that's a challenge and and that's exactly what you do in collateral damage
1: yeah it is a challenge that's for sure i can tell you as, as happens with most writers, and I'm sure it happened with you, about, you know, here and there when I was working on the book, I'd get to a point where I'd say, I don't have a book here. <laughs> I'm going to move <laughs> on to something else. But then, you know, uh, with Dorothy's guiding light, uh, she's kind of guided me a- along through all of my research and everything. You decide that, hey, I'm going to keep going because, uh, you know, this is important. It's history, and, and I want to get it right.
0: She really has become a hero to you both, both personally and as a journalist, hasn't she?
1: Oh, my God, how many people, I hope people will go to the uh, Dorothy Kilgallen story.org. The first photograph you see is she's in the middle of the courtroom at the Dr. Sam Shepard uh, trial. And here are all the other reporters around her. You know, they just had such respect for her. Uh, how many people around the world uh, who've read my books and the million, almost almost three million views of my, interviews and presentations on these books up on YouTube have said to me, we wish we had a a reporter with integrity like Dorothy Kilgallen, because, my gosh, she actually went out there and found the facts, uh, did the research, found the facts, did the interviews and everything, and then came back and wrote her columns. Uh, There was no political bent to them of any kind. There wasn't any way she was trying to impress people. She let the reader uh, make up their own mind. That's what I try to do with my books as well. So God bless her. Uh, I have such... uh, Uh, A remarkable respect for Dorothy Kilgallen, that's for sure.
0: Collateral damage, the mysterious deaths of Marilyn Monroe and Dorothy Kilgallen and the ties that bind them to Robert Kennedy and the JFK assassination by Mark Shaw. Available Post Hill Press. You can find Collateral Damage uh, wherever books are sold as well as Amazon.com. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. For more on Mark Shaw, MarkShawBooks.com. For more on Dorothy Kilgallen, the DorothyKilgallenStory.org. Many of the primary sources on which Mark Shaw based his research for collateral damage are also available for viewing or screening one way or another at MarkShawBooks.com. Unless you have a specific site for collateral damage.
1: No, no, that's exactly right.
0: Okay, MarkShawBooks.com. Let's talk a little bit about some of the... We we, we teased at the beginning of of, of our conversation, Mark unearthed more than 50 parallels, uh, connections between Dorothy Kilgallen and Marilyn Monroe. I thought it might be fun to talk about a few of them, one of which, um, and I hadn't thought of this, but you you argue that uh, even even something like the movie There's No Business Like Show Business, which was one (laughs) of Marilyn's first big movies, provides a lot of insight into the parallels between Dorothy and Marilyn.
1: Well, it does. And, you know, Marilyn had a a couple dreams uh, that she couldn't realize by leaving us uh, so early in life. Uh, One of them was she had a terrible childhood, as most people know, and yet she just loved children. And so, uh, you know, Marilyn uh, always wanted to be a mother. Well, it didn't work out uh, that way with Joe DiMaggio or whatever, although I've recently found out that they were going to remarry and perhaps adopt a child. But uh, she, she, she loved children and uh, uh, wanted to have a child. Uh, Dorothy Gilgallan was the mother of three children. And so there's a similarity there, obviously, with their uh, love, of, love for children. Um, with with Marilyn uh, too, uh she just wanted to be a simple thing. He, she just wanted to be respected as a as a great actress, as, as a really great actress. And uh of course her early career uh, you you see her most of the time with them promoting the sex pot a uh, part of her and, and I found a couple films that I looked at that weren't that way, but for the most part that was the deal. Uh they, they dyed her hair blonde and they you know, let her wear these outfits that showed off her figure and everything else like that. But as you got to uh, 19, uh, 1960 and 61 and 62, uh, you know, you could see the, uh, the evolution of her, uh, of her acting ability. She had studied with, uh, with Strasbourg in New York and all of that. If you look at There's No Business Like Show Business, you'll see the various aspects of her growing as an actress. And, and so I would suggest that people watch that film. And then uh, if, if they don't watch any other film than that one, watch The Misfits. And uh, you know, the reason I say that is because her co-starring with Clark Gable, uh, you see the serious element of her, of her uh, uh, acting ability there. And, so, and, Marilyn, and Marilyn was being praised by people for that. And uh, just a few days before she died, she got an offer for a Broadway play, which was always a dream. Uh, she was asked to come to Las Vegas and do some shows there because she was a good singer as well. So the whole Marilyn Monroe um, aura that she had had changed over the years, and uh, she was basically at the top of her profession. She was feeling good about herself. The only bump there was the the Kennedys, and she was going to get rid of that and then move on in her life. And so it's just a true tragedy. Uh, that she died so young.
0: We talked about some of the parallels between the lives of Dorothy Kilgallen and Marilyn Monroe. Want to want to tease this a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. uh, one of the things that I found interesting uh, was very interested in, uh, in in reading collateral damage. Mark is some of the parallels between Joseph Kennedy, the patriarch of the Kennedy family, and former President Donald Trump in terms of. The nature of their destructive narcissism.
1: Well, I've gotten in trouble for that. Uh, I, may, I may get
0: in trouble for that for, for, well, for,
1: for putting this right. on the air. But. I've gotten in trouble for that, but I've gotten an awful lot of praise for it, too. Yeah. I wanted to show uh, in, in the book, and I've had all the, the Trumpers come after me. They've put terrible reviews up on Amazon, a garbage book, and all these other kind of things, but thank goodness other people have, have uh, enjoyed the book, and so it's gotten, you know, overall very good reviews. But what I I was thinking about at the time when I was thinking about Joe Kennedy, and he was a bad guy. And you know, unfortunately, uh, it, that that seat, you know, kind of sipped down into the, the the brothers Kennedy. Yeah,
0: he uh, of 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 the Kennedys you discuss in the book, he comes across the worst.
1: Oh yes, and you know, he he wanted to be president of the United States but uh, when he was ambassador to Britain, he got too close to being nice to Adolf Hitler, so FDR yanked him back to the United States, and Joe said predictably, well, uh, if I can't be president, I want my sons to be president. Well, Joe Jr. died in the war, so next up is Jack. And people don't believe me when I say this sometimes, and, and this is, these are these people who still remember the Camelot part of the Kennedy dynasty, but Joe thought that Jack Kennedy could be president for eight years, then Bobby, then Ted, so you'd have... Eight, 16, 24 years of Kennedys. Mm-hmm. So the whole situation with regard to John Kennedy then, um, you know, and the way that Joe acted with bringing in the mafia guys to win the 60 election, uh, the way that he womanized uh, his wife, Rose, I found a book, uh, auto, kind of an autobiography, biography of Rose Kennedy that was written way back when, and I found an awful lot of information in there, ran around on her and all that kind of thing and also the way that Joe Kennedy was just the ultimate me person, the narcissistic uh, fellow, uh, no empathy for others, wouldn't listen to anybody. Uh, If he had to, he made up the truth. Just all of these kinds of um, characteristics uh, that are just the worst of a human being. And, And in my opinion, those are parallel to the former president. The same sort of narcissistic attitude, no empathy, uh, all about himself, all of that reminded me of Joe Kennedy. So I used that comparison parallel in the book, but I went even further because, as you said before, I directly attribute the deaths of Marilyn Monroe, JFK, and Dorothy Kilgallen to the actions of Bobby Kennedy, which were triggered by the actions of Joe Kennedy. And so can caused those deaths. And so basically what I said is I feel like that to show how terrible that kind of those characteristics can end up, what, what the conclusion is that comes from all of that is exactly what happened with the former president egging on those, those uh, men and women at the White House about going down to the Capitol which resulted in the riot, which resulted in deaths as well. Now, some people have said that's over the top, but I don't think it is, and I stand by what I said in the book.
0: And without giving too much away, the argument Mark makes is that it was Joseph Kennedy who insisted that JFK put Bobby in as AG and had JFK not cave to his father uh, the deaths of JFK, uh, Kilgallen, and Marilyn Monroe m- may not have happened.
1: Well, and just think about that just in a kind of a small box. Joe Kennedy basically then, by him urging, by him uh, telling JFK to appoint Bobby Kennedy, then this explosion, this collateral damage happened that ended up with three deaths. Well, the same sort of words you could use with what happened at the Capitol. Uh, here are these men and women uh, who don't believe that, you know, Uh, you know, the former president lost the election. They're all ramped up. They all want to do something. And what happens? Uh, You have uh, the situation where the former president incites them, uh, gets them all excited, go on, walk on down, you know, and all of that. And they believe in their own mind, whether he meant it or not, that uh, they're supposed to go cause problems down there. They're supposed to do damage. They're supposed to to do whatever they have to overthrow our government. And so I see similarities there between Joe Kennedy and the former president for sure.
0: Uh, this, this is going to sound pithy, Mark, but the more things change, the more they stay the same. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. Collateral damage, the mysterious deaths of Marilyn Monroe and Dorothy Kilgallen and the ties that bind them. To Robert Kennedy and the JFK assassination by Mark Shaw, available Post Hill Press. You can find Collateral Damage uh, wherever books are sold, as well as Amazon.com. I understand you are calling for Congress to reopen the investigations of the death of the deaths of JFK, Marilyn Monroe, and Dorothy Kilgallen in light of the revelations you uncovered in Collateral Damage.
1: Well, yes. uh, Specifically, though, uh, I'm still after uh, the New York authorities, uh, Cyrus Vance, Jr., the New York District Attorney, and the NYPD Commissioner, Dermot Shea, who I met with in 2019 in New York City, where he assured me he'd look into Dorothy's death. Uh, They did for a while, both of them, and those have never gone any further. Uh, So I'm going to keep on that, and I may file a complaint with the uh, Attorney General in New York about both of them. Uh, I sent a letter to... uh, uh, L.A.D.A. Uh, George Cath Stone about Marilyn's death, along with 375-page evidence report, the book, everything that I knew, asking him to reinvestigate uh, Marilyn's death. I didn't hear from him. I wrote him a second letter. And then the other day, uh, I found out exactly why he's uh, not doing anything with it. Uh, but to answer your question, by the way, yes, I'm, I've sent a le- I'm le- sending a letter to Congress to see if they'll open the JFK assassination, Marilyn and Dorothy's. But... I found out the other day why Gaston uh, is going nowhere with this uh, uh, demand of mine that he look into Marilyn's death Uh, when Sirhan Sirhan was uh, paroled the other day, which is another story we Mm -hmm. could talk about at some point (laughs) because I don't agree with it at all. Um, He he is quoted in the article as saying, uh, Gaston said that he always idolized the Kennedys and was so sad when Bobby died. Well, now this is a public official who's gotten official inquiry from me as an author, based on all of my research, who basically is admitting that he has a conflict of interest yeah. because he idolized the Kennedys. That's just nuts.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'm, I, I, have no comment. I mean, I'm, 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 stupefied.
1: <laughs> but too. and I, and I'm going to get after him now. I'll yeah. tell you. that, that is just. Um, that's that's obstruction of justice yeah. in many ways. So I'm going to keep after these guys, and I don't know if I'll ever get uh, get anything done, but I'm going to keep trying.
0: Well, uh, in between your efforts to try to uh, reopen uh, the investigations of all three of those deaths, what else are you working on that you're at liberty to tell us?
1: Well, there's there's another case that's always bothered me. Uh, I, I must admit, and I've I've started to look into it. I don't know how far it's going to go, but. I've always wondered about uh, whether the truth really came out in the Charles Lindbergh case. Hmm. Uh, I've been able to find a a woman whose father uh, was a historian back then, and he investigated uh, the Lindbergh baby kidnapping case and the death of the little baby. Uh, And there's some new information there that I found. Uh, We'll see where it goes. There's been so many books written about it, and it's been... You know, uh, um, you know, been challenged, the, the verdict and all of that in the courtroom, and then the death of Houghton, if I'm pronouncing that right. But uh, I, I have a little saying on my wall over here, and it says, The dead cannot cry out for justice. It is the duty of the living to do so for them. And that's kind of my credo that keeps me going, so I may look into that case.
0: If you do, keep us posted. We would love to have you back on TV Confidential.
1: Oh, thanks so much, Ed. You're a good man.
0: Mark Shaw is the author of Collateral Damage, the Mysterious Deaths of Marilyn Monroe and Dorothy Kilgallen and the Ties that Bind them to Robert Kennedy and the JFK Assassination. Collateral Damage, available Post Hill Press wherever books are sold. You can also find it at Amazon.com for more on Mark Shaw markshawbooks.com for more on Dorothy Kilgallen, the Dorothy Kilgallen Story.org. Mark, thank you so much for joining us I look forward to our next conversation
1: Thank you Ed, you're a good man as I say
0: Take a look at this week in TV history right after this Be part of our conversation If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential we'd love to hear from you You can email us at talk